boom, 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 boom. We're fucking live, I think. Are we live yet? We gotta be live. Episode 5 of the Lunar Cover Podcast. We got Jalissa Rodriguez from Jar. Oh, we all live. There we go. What's going on? How you feeling? little intro music but yeah you said uh you just been working on art yeah for the most part yeah i'll yeah, be seeing your instagram be super lit yo you already know i had it i just finished doing um so i teamed up with one of my boys you get uh, closer to the mic there yeah lit uh so yeah i teamed up with one of my boys Stefan pompey yeah uh so he's handling my marketing and stuff like that so we figured you know let's make things let's step things up a bit word for jar hell yeah okay gotta make that shit aesthetically pleasing for sure can you can you talk a little bit about jar all right so um all right jar started like four years ago i wanted to do a clothing brand first like skater brand um basically the whole concept of jar was just like I wanted to create wearable art, you know, just yeah. make dope shit to wear. Um, but I still wanted people to feel like they're walking out with like a sh- like a piece of art, you know, because let's be real. You can't afford always like a five hundred dollar painting. Yeah, of so course. Why not get that painting on a shirt? What? But um, but then after that, um, I actually had like an investor and everything, but it shit got weird. Because, like, they wanted me to be in Bloomingdale's and shit and, like, Macy's. I was like, what? Yeah. So I know. That's that's not your swag at all. Exactly. Macy's Come and on. Bloomingdale? Come on. Look at Good me. Jar. Come on. I'm mad ratchet. Stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> lit, boys. But, <laughs> but, yeah, so then after that, I just, um, I ended up demolishing the company because I was like, I'm not, at that point, <clears throat> you know, it's like you're losing your integrity as an artist. Yeah. And um, so then I stopped for a bit. Like, I kind of went on a hiatus with Jar for about two years. And then, like, just did research, analyzing, like, how I wanted to go about it. So now what I'm trying to do is basically a design house. So um, that just so happens to sell products to help push, um, the like, basically the services that I provide, which would be tattooing, body painting, um graphic design um and stuff like that you know so it's been chill. okay yeah nah for sure that's what's up i see you've been doing mad tattooing lately yeah but what even got you into tattooing because i know that's that's fairly new for you yeah yeah i've only been tattooing for a couple of months now actually like professionally um so basically it started i was dating a photographer and um, because I was like trying different mediums, so he was like, "Yo, you should like paint on bodies," and I was like, "All right, let me try that out." And um, I remember the first shoot we did, I was like, 
it was like six hours and i covered this girl in like acrylic paint which is like the worst thing you can do yeah like, you could die like i'm like oh my god that's fucking crazy never how, doing that again how does that work how do you die from <laughs> body paint that would be well, like the worst death of right? all time like imagine having to explain that at the funeral oh yeah she just wanted to get painted now she's dead <laughs> now she's dead yeah <laughs> well acrylic paint actually um has chemicals in it that can cause cancer so that's one oh, and also shit. when you're the getting c yeah right and then when you're getting body painted like you know your your skin is breathing so like um if you completely cover your skin like head to toe like you can actually suffocate like that's what happened in um that movie with the oompa loompas which uh willy wonka yeah the original original some of them died yeah i can imagine because yeah. back in the day niggas they didn't give a fuck they about their cast like, yo not for nothing old america was mad ratchet yeah. as far as like yeah. uh caring about health and shit like that they yeah, didn't they give were, a fuck about yeah. any of that no insurance <laughs> no nothing <laughs> they're like we just don't gotta pay these niggas fuck it but yeah it's crazy because back in the day it's like people really didn't know about health at all as mm -hmm. far as even like cigarette smoke and shit like that oh, hell yeah. it was doctors prescribing cigarettes like are you s yeah. i didn't even know that yeah they, if people had like anxiety or smoke problems a pack a day. yeah <laughs> they would prescribe them cigarettes and you could go pick up cigarettes <laughs> Damn. on the doctor's word it's it's like the craziest shit that's crazy. but even now i mean i guess it's kind of similar with the prescription pills yeah because you get prescribed like fucking oxycontins and shit like that that's true next thing you know you had a back problem two months later now you have a fucking heroin problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just started, i just broke my back yo like that is son poor johnny <laughs> nah it is crazy yeah, it's crazy how uh we get uh all these processed drugs everything's uh all legal as far as all these prescription pills but then you got fucking things like weed and fucking always Always. Everything is so well. It's getting a little bit more lenient with weed. Bernie, you can't Sanders. get arrested for that shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, your man Bernie. Really Yo, let's start this campaign. I Bernie. fuck. I fuck with Bernie, <laughs> but sometimes I feel like you ask him a question and he's just gonna tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, he's a little crazy. I mean, like, it's just it's also the way he presents himself. He looks crazy, so people nah, are just like, um, right, Bernie. You ever seen um, what's that fucking cartoon? On Adult Swim, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh like uh, the, the crazy ass yep. uncle. That's him. That's definitely him. That show is fucking tweaked, though. I mean, I'd rather him, though, than like this nigga. Like, Trump? Oh, my God. Yeah, Trump. That's, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't I think Trump is going to become president, though. Yeah. I mean, I like to think that America's a little bit smarter than that. Yeah. I mean, I mean you got the crazy rednecks or whatever, yeah. but they're going to get outweighed. And that's the funny part. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, people are fucking with what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Let me see what I can get away with. Yeah. Like, I mean... Well, he's a real nigga for that. <laughs> I guess people just like him because he talks crazy. Yeah. Just, like, if any if anybody gets up in front of a, a large crowd at a podium and you say something crazy, everybody's going to be like, yeah, fuck like, yeah. yeah. Kanye. <laughs> yeah. See, but at least... I love Kanye. At least Kanye is not talking about uh crazy shit like trump as far as like yeah. building a wall for mexico and shit yeah, and then he true. wants the mexicans to pay for the wall how do you <laughs> Yo, do that so like what no yeah no. man that's but crazy how you feel about yay though recent yay 
Because she's going a little crazy, but I fuck with his craziness. Well, in terms of w- what he's doing or, like, his music? Uh, Both. His music is crazy. Like, his new album, I'm absolutely obsessed with. Yeah, Pablo? I like... <laughs> Yo, I listen to Ultralight Beam, like, every morning. I'm like... Oh, really? <gasps> yes. Ultralight Beam is good, <laughs> but it, I think it's my least favorite joint on the really? album. Yeah, I fuck with um, Famous... Yes. That shit is stupid hard. Uh I like his um the Father Stretch Kanye My Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Stupid. The Father Stretch My Arms part two. Yes. Yes. That shit is hard. Uh what else is on there? He just he's dope. He's yeah, and man. that's the thing too. It's like what I like about him is that like I know a lot of people are disappointed because they're like, Oh, we thought he was gonna go back to like the old, old Kanye. Yeah. When it comes to that. But it's like what I like about him is that he's always showing that you know, it's okay to grow as an artist. Like, you cannot be doing the same thing. Because if you keep doing the same thing, then, like, what does that show about you, you know? Like, he's pushing his limits, and he wants to make people feel uncomfortable. And that's what, like, beautiful yeah. good art is, you He know? definitely always does that shit. Yeah. Every album, none of yeah. them sound the same. Yeah. You could argue that his first two albums were really similar, but then after that, he was just like, I'm doing whatever the yeah. fuck I want. I don't care yeah. anymore. He's like, I'm doing me. He's just he's he's such a good cur- curator, you know, in terms of like all the people he chooses to be on his tracks. Like it's just so dope. It's so yeah. Dope. Even if like someone's in the background going like do, do over and over. It's yeah. Like, what Kanye? Like why'd you think of that? That's amazing. He's supposedly yeah. he's gonna be dropping like three albums a year. I I I I love it. <laughs> How do <laughs> you feel? It's crazy because being a creative sometimes. You feel like there's there's no inspiration at times, but yeah. then you f- see like an artist like Kanye drop yeah. sign and it's like, yo, I need, I need to fucking do something yeah. right now. Yeah. How yeah. do how do other artists like, not mainstream artists, just artists that you like in general? How do you feel like they influence you sometimes? The, I look at their work every day. Yeah. On some real shit. Like when I wake up in the morning, um, I like like I'm on my phone a lot, but it's weird because it's like it's not even like to text. Or to, like, communicate with people. Like, I'm still the worst, worst texter in the world. I will take five years to respond. But, um, <laughs> not to discourage anyone. But, um, but yeah, like, I wake up in the morning and, like, I'll go through my feed because I'll follow, like, all my favorite artists. Um, and I'll just see, like, the way that they're pushing their boundaries. Like, in yeah. terms of, like, um, like, acrylic painting and, like, how clean, like, fucking Jeff Koons and Cos. Yeah. Like, oh, my God god like they like especially cause he just finished doing a couple exhibitions and like his shit is just so fucking dope yeah and i just i'll look at his stuff wait hold on i'm sorry i'm sorry because i had to start the recording it's it's streaming live i had to start the recording so i could throw this up on itunes yeah so i just had to start it he's like i'm 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 gonna not to cut you off but no i did cut (laughs) you off and i'm sorry for cutting you off i'm gonna let you finish i'm gonna you finish but this is episode five of <laughs> luna coven with Jalissa rodriguez Le of jaw let boys on the scene you already know but yeah we're just talking about how as a creative sometimes you need to to witness somebody else create something to get some inspiration sometimes okay. when you're not feeling it hold on but like can i just I know they can't see this right now, what I'm looking at, unless they go to the page. But, yeah. like, this homepage is beautiful. Why, thank you. Why, thank that you. They actually like can see the shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There you hey, go. Boom, boom, boom. Look at that shit. It's all right. I love it. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're like, it's, it's cute. It's all right. It's cute. 
But yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. You could. Um, no, but yeah, like I just I look at their work and because that's my thing is every morning when because I draw every day, mm-hmm. um, it's hard for me to not draw. Um, like I have to like literally physically be ill to not draw. And even so, sometimes I even try to <laughs> still draw something. But um, every day I always look at my pe- my previous piece from the previous day and I'm like, okay, so how can I one up this? Yeah. Like people need to look at this and be like, holy fucking shit. How the fuck does she do that? Nah, sometimes you know? I'm not even going to front. Sometimes I see your shit. And I'll be like, yo, how the fuck? Like, even when you do like <laughs> yeah. time lapse videos and shit, I'll be like, yeah. yo, how do, how long did this shit take? <laughs> I would not have the That's patience to do question. this. It's, it cracked me up because um, so I I have a love hate relationship with gallery shows just because um I don't really like talking about my art like that. Like it's weird. Like I feel really weird about it. I'm like mm, just look at it, enjoy it, whatever. I was high. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so the one question I always get answered, I mean asked, is um, how long does this take? And I'm just like, really? Does it matter? Yeah. Like, what if it took me five years versus, like, 20 minutes? True. But, I mean, I guess I'm going to just start saying every piece took me, like, 25 years. But, I mean, uh, <laughs> as far as, like, pieces, though, people are always interested no, yeah. in, like, the process. But sure. even the process, I feel like sometimes the process just shouldn't be shown or shouldn't be a thing that's that people know because it takes away from the magic. I guess. It's I like, mean... It's like if you've seen Michael Jackson recording music, yeah. it takes a little bit away from it, even though yeah. you always want to see Mike yeah, in yeah. action. But, all right, not even... That's a bad example, because you see somebody recording music, you still fuck with them. Yeah. Like, if you see somebody behind the scenes, you see music videos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, I thought this music video was magic, yeah. but I know exactly how You're they like did this the shit. You're like the MTV behind them making the video yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that I fucked up like, everything. why is this taking forever? Just make the video in one shot. That shit, it really <laughs> fucked up everything. Because nah, before, when we were younger, if you think about it, like in the early 2000s shit, you would see music videos and be like, yo, these people are fucking mm-hmm. like superstars. Yeah. Nowadays, because everything's so transparent, oh you see God, them on yeah. the internet, you see them on Instagram and shit, you be like, oh, you're yeah, like, you're right. uh, you cute. Somebody, uh, I, I listen to his music. That's cool. Yeah. Even, but I feel like certain artists, they keep that mystique. Yeah. Like, uh, well, Jay-Z, I can't even count him as an artist anymore. He's not dropping no more music. But this <laughs> nigga is not on any social platforms true. whatsoever. True. Beyonce is mad low-key. That is true. She keeps a mystique. Even, like, Rihanna and stuff like that. Yeah. And well, I mean, like, I feel like it... it it's good to keep that mystique when it comes to like your personal life. But when it comes to like your, I don't know. I feel like it depends on the genre maybe because when it comes to like visual art, I enjoy seeing the process. Like yeah. every time I go to a gallery or a museum, I'm looking at something. I'm like, what did they go through to do this? Like, yeah. what was their experience? Because especially like, um, let's look at example, like, you know, modern art. You know, people hate on modern art, and I get it. Like, it looks stupid, and people are like, I can do it, but let's be real, you didn't. Um, but there's Jackson Pollock, you know. Like, he's the one that started this, the paint splatters. He would make these giant fucking paintings, like, the size of that whole wall, you know? And, like, he would spend months just, like, contemplating the fucking piece and exactly where he was going to put a fucking paint splatter or, like... He would be going through so many emotions every time he was making a, a particular piece. And that, to me, I find fascinating. Yeah. You know? 
And speaking of, you said on a large scale, that made me think, as far as like art and stuff, sometimes art, it could be like really compelling. You can see a piece that's super compelling. Even, well, the size doesn't matter or anything. It's just the actual content Mm -hmm. might get you. But sometimes it doesn't matter the content if the painting's on like a super large scale. It's just always impressive. It's like, like, what the fuck? This is monstrous. Yeah, yeah. But if you have great content and a huge painting, this is just like mind-blowing. Win-win, for sure. But I was thinking, I wanted to kind of start like uh, doing live shows, but not music or anything like that. Because, you know, sometimes I'll go to like art shows and I'll see like paintings on a wall and be like, oh shit, this is cool. These are nice paintings. But like after like 15 minutes, it's like, oh shit, I've seen everything already. What's next? I feel like, there should be some kind of implementing of live, uh, like performance art in the form of like a concert. Yeah. As far as like, you know how like in music you you throw a concert, you have your artist come on, they have a fifteen minute set, then the next artist comes up, they have a fifteen minute set. Yeah. Why can't it be like that with performance arts? Yeah. It'll just I agree. be one big show with people one after another doing, uh, moving pieces. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be any dialogue in it. It could just be all visual pieces. Yeah, because yeah, the only way I've seen that is like someone would feature and do like a small dance or some shit like that. Yeah. But like if that was like a constant motion of just people drawing and like painting and just doing random shit, I think that would be cool. You should yeah, start it would. It. Just start it. Just uh, do it. I want to <laughs> start it, but I wouldn't be the actual artist in the show. Yeah, but I, w- I like to put it, it together. Yeah, yeah, but why not? I wouldn't. I'm not a high high level enough artists to do that shit i would help you i got you but as far as like art shows uh what you been doing i know you do a lot of art shows yeah i mean right now the last year i finished with a big bam i did uh three solo shows back to back which was interesting i did one in um oakland followed by one in philly and then followed by um here um, in uh, Harlem. Shit, you're all over the place. Yeah, I know, right? I'm excited. Yeah, the Oakland show was absolutely phenomenal. There's so much fucking love. I almost sold out. Like, that yeah. was the first show I've almost sold out of all my pieces. Um, Philly was dope, too. Philly's always just dope. I love going over there. And then um, Harlem, too, was dope. So I'm having the closing reception for that this Saturday. Where um, at? So it's in uh, Astro Cafe, which is on... That's a good question. 130 something street. Just look up Astero Cafe, motherfucker. Astero Cafe. Look it up, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> but, um, no, but yeah, so I'm featuring one of my homegirls who started DJing, who is fucking phenomenal. Like, it's one of those people that it's like you've been telling them, yo, you need to do that. And finally they do. Yeah. Uh, she's such a natural. So she's going to be DJing that whole night. And I'm going to have a poet and also one of my good friends uh, perform some of her music. Um, I don't know if you know her, Mel. Mel? Melissa? Which Melissa? Melissa Marie. I think I know who you're talking about. You Acoustic guitar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly yeah, who you're so talking she's, about. She's going to be performing as well. That's um, what's and up. there'll be, you know, some free drinks. We could get lit. And some be drinks. Cool. Yes. But that's about it. I'm actually, after this show, I'm going to take like a little hiatus um, to just focus on the tattooing and um, to take time to actually work on a new body of work. Um, yeah, for a series of shows that I want to start doing in the summertime. But as far as tattooing, how does that trans? Because I know you've been an artist practically your whole fucking yeah. life. 
but then you just started tattooing recently. How does that translate? Because sometimes I see people who are great artists, but they don't necessarily translate into tattooing well. But for some reason, you just right off the back, your tattooing was good, just sh- straight you. off. How did that translate? How is it different? Um, well, body painting helped me a lot because uh, I've been body painting for about, I want to say, three, four years now. Yeah. So Three years, actually. Um, so body the good thing about body painting is that it helped me understand the anatomy of the body so it helped okay. me use the body like the shape of the body in order to create images that will enhance those parts yeah um and that's the whole concept of tattooing the the point of it is to create pieces that are going to aesthetically look good on that part of the body and mm. flow with it so it's like it's a lot of knowing like which way muscles are flowing and especially like you know, if your arm is like cer- a certain way, but you turn it, you know, those muscles yeah. are, are, are moving. Turns. So it's like you have to know how it's going to transition and things like that. Um, and also just like a lot of uh, composition, like studying composition. And like, thankfully, I was um, uh, traditionally trained in that. Um, and that's helped a lot, honestly, like since I was like 15. Oh you damn! Know, so, yeah. You mean traditionally trained, as in, as in, like you had schooling for art? Yeah. So, like, basically, so my mom's this shit. I just want to give a quick shout out to my mom. Shout out, mom Dukes. Um. So apparently, my mom said that when I was in kindergarten, my kindergarten teacher, uh, shitted on my whole life and was like. There was a drawing I did, and she was like, "That's the ugliest thing I've ever seen." Why would you say that to a five-year-old? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, bitch. I hope I she. I hope she's you. doing real fucking bad right now. Actually, the funny thing about that, I ran into her when I started Laguardia. Oh, really? And um, it's like, look at you, you piece of shit. Yeah, she was mad fat, and I was like, "Bitch, you mad?" <laughs> Do some fucking crunches. <laughs> bitch, you mad? But <laughs> I'm over here shitting on her life. But um, it was interesting to see her reaction when um, she remembered me and uh, she asked me, she's like, oh, so what high school are you going to now or whatever? I was like, oh, I'm going to LaGuardia. And for some reason, people kept thinking I was going for vocal. Like, no, bitch, I don't sing. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'm going for art, like visual art. And the look on her face was fucking priceless. It was great. I was like, yes, bitch. Yes. It's like, yeah, you told China. me my drawing was shitty. Yeah. Look How this. shitty this dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um no yeah so after that my mom like made it her mission to like just put me in as many art programs as possible and like we would always fly out to dr like every summer so she'll just put me in classes there so before i even started in laguardia i was like traditionally trained in dominican republic um in realism mainly Damn, you got rare DR training. Yeah, right? It was so dope. It was so dope. Because the classes over there are super small. So, like, our class would sometimes consist of, like, five people to, like, ten people. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, the kids over there are fucking phenomenal. Because I remember at the time, I was, like, like, I started, what, like, when I was, like, 12, 13, like, taking, like, bullshit classes. It wasn't until I was 15 that they, like, gave me the more serious ones. But I would meet, like, 12-year-olds painting, like, some crazy, like, real lit like you know those fucking realism paintings like those giant ones that you see at like furniture stores yeah they would be painting that shit at like 10 12 Damn. years old like that's bananas. what is your life that's crazy how you could learn <laughs> any kind of skill even when you're young it doesn't yeah. matter 
Well, I mean, for certain things it might matter, but there's kids that are like five years old doing miraculous shit all the time. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how the human brain works like that. And we're just, I feel like we're just starting to accept that as mm-hmm. a society. Well, because of the internet mainly. But before, like, back in the 90s and shit like that, you used to think, it was so crazy how people used to think, oh, no, you have to be born to yeah. do this. You're born with certain kind of skills. People were so fucking stupid back yeah. then. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? How are you born <laughs> with a certain talent? No, yeah. you learn that shit over time. And that discredits pe- a lot of people who put in the time over mm-hmm. it, and you just say, oh, no, you're born gifted. Yeah. It's like, no, motherfucker, I put in mad hours into this. Yeah, because yeah, I wouldn't say I was born gifted. Like, um, it wasn't like at like I was drawing at five year old at five years old, and then like I did like this amazing drawing. No, yeah, like it's like I would say though that I always had an understanding of color, um, because to be honest, the first show I ever did, which is actually kind of cool, was when I was nine years old, yo. Oh, dead ass. Yeah, like that was my first like art show, like in a gallery. That's crazy. Yeah. You're so, destined to do this shit. Right? See, now I'm falling back into the trap. It He's was like, destiny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was like, it was some bullshit design that I did, but it was like, um, I remember my art teacher explaining to me that it was just like the fact that I was able to understand color. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, But I do feel like part of it definitely goes with like, you know, you have a certain understanding of it and like s- most of it comes naturally. But a lot of it, you have to be trained. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine there's a lot of training with shapes. Yeah. Shapes are, no. well, shapes are the most important thing we're drawing, of course. Yeah. But uh, I remember I took, like, a little bit of art when I was young. My mother put me in, like, this art program in a, one summer, one time. They were teaching me, like, shading and shit like that. I never really stuck with it. I'm like, I don't want to, I want to fucking draw anime. You're I don't like want to draw this <laughs> dumb shit. Get this out of my face. I don't want to shade an apple. Fucking banana. But I mean, the little bit of it, it it helps. So I would imagine being Mm -hmm. like actually trained in art is is just way different from somebody just picking up a pencil and trying to draw. Because I'm drawing shit, but it's for fun. I draw like comics and all that. I've had like, even in high school, there was one teacher. I absolutely hated him, but the reason I draw the way I draw today, like the reason I'm so like such a perfectionist when I create is because of him. Like he would look at my fucking drawings and be like, it looks like my grandmother who has down syndrome drew that. That's fucked up. Start over. And I'm like, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's fucked up, but may, but maybe that's, that's good for, yeah. For like growing. Yeah, yeah. But people tell you like, yo, that, that shit is shit. Yeah. I mean, if that teacher would have never told you you're drawing with shit, you would have never been like, you know what? I'm going to make her eat her words. Yeah. She would have been like, if the drawing wasn't that good, and she's like, oh, no, it's all right. Yeah. You'd have probably been like, oh, no, this is good enough. Exactly. Yeah. No, Sometimes yeah. you need that push. Yeah, for sure. But as far as uh, art and everything, the way that art is going, well, from what I see in New York City, like from you, you're a pure artist. I know you. You work at it every day. You're grinding. You want to get better. You want to get better. I hate on the internet when people use art to get validation from other people. It's oh like, oh God. look, I'm an artist. I'm cool now. I was just having a conversation about that today. It's like it's so sad because being an artist has become such a fad. Like 
yeah, people it's so just weird. think it's cool. Like, it's the cool thing to do. Like, they just want to say it. Like, they're so eager to be like, yes, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. Like, <laughs> bitch, shut the fuck up. Take a seat. Like, whatever. Like, nah. And that's the thing, too. It's like, I've noticed, like, um, you know, a big part of art is being an innovator. Like, obviously, you can't be completely 100% original because that's yeah. bullshit. Everything comes from something. But um, at least build on what exactly. you like. Exactly. And people are just not doing that. Like, they're, they're sitting there and drawing the same portrait of Marilyn Monroe the yo, same way that yo, it's shown. Yo, I fucking, oh I'm God. so tired of yeah. Marilyn R- Monroe paintings yeah, and drawings. And sh- it's like, come on, bro. How I many can't. times are you going to draw this bitch? Yeah, I can't. How many it's times funny. do I have to see this bitch's face? I can't. In different <laughs> ways. This is just it's too I much. Actually, I did a portrait of her and, like, I'm so mad at myself. Like, I was just like, <laughs> this was, was like, years Damn it, ago. Why did I do this? Yeah, but I'm just like, I look at it and I'm just like, I can't. Like, I'm so over you. Like, no, stop. Stop. No, nah, for yeah. sure. But your style, your style is different, though. Thank you, you. You do a lot of, um, I'd say is abstract, but at the same time is like very cohesive. You could see it and yeah. understand what's going on opposed to like people saying, no, no, it's modern art. And I it's like, like just three lines. As um organized chaos. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it, what it looks like. Yeah, it's just lines and shapes. But what directed you to that style? Is it just you freestyle, then you see something, and you're like, "Yo, I like this. I'm gonna just rock with this." It um, English class, being bored in English class. Mm, that works. <laughs> you know, so I would be doodling on my folders, and I remember I would always find a fascination with designs that were super intricate, like that had a lot of lines. And would just like, like, you know how some people would do like these clouds and it would just be like mad lines and all this other weird yeah. shit. So um, I really liked that. And then I just started doing that and then it just turned into shapes. And then um, I don't know, like there was literally one day I was like looking at it and something was like, yo, what if I start making images out of this though? So then I have this, I actually have a sketchbook of that year where it was like my first uh, actually, no, like my second year of college because I stopped drawing after I graduated high school for a bit. Yeah. Um. So then when I started up again, I was like, I kept because that tormented me for a really long time for like two years after high school. I was like, what is my style? Like, I don't even know what my style is. And like, I felt like people couldn't distinguish my art from others um, because I was just good at copying shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and then after an amazing shroom trip, what? <laughs> I was like, my mind is blown. <laughs> and I just yeah. started seeing mad shit, yo. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of shrooms, I've still yet to yo, do any kind of psychedelics. To. We need to. But the shit about shrooms, I, I always hear people on uh, like other podcasts, like listening to Joe Rogan and stuff saying, oh, yeah. always talking about like, yo, it's just sometimes you need a reset. Yeah. And it resets your whole way yeah. of thinking and everything. How does that how does that work? Like when he says reset or your experience, at least, how does how did it affect you afterwards? Well, um, I remember the first trip. It like I feel like it opened my creative, like my third eye. Yeah. You know, especially like my creative third eye, I would say, because now after that shroom trip, before I draw something, I stare at my canvas and I see it like yeah. I see it form. So and I like I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Um, it was like during an acid trip 
and it was <laughs> funny. Yeah, right. And um, he asked me, he's like, "What do you see?" And I was like, "I just see um, sacred geometry everywhere." And he was like, "That's crazy." And he was like, "Do you see that on a regular basis, like when you're sober?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like yeah. that's what I see every day with like light." And he was like mind blown. He's like, "What?" Like, and I'm like, "Yeah, like literally, like it drives me crazy a lot of times." And I've turned into somewhat of a recluse because of it. Yeah. But it's just so fascinating because I'm literally sitting there trying to capture everything that I see. So I definitely feel like it's opened so many windows for me. And like obviously I don't abuse it. It's not like I'm doing this shit every yeah, week. Yeah, of you course. Know? But um, every now and then, like if I feel like, yo, let me let me reset. Like definitely, it's it's one of those feelings where you're like, let me reset, because not only has it helped me creatively, it's helped me grow as a person. You know, like yeah, it's, it's helped me see certain insecurities, and it's helped me through trauma, like past trauma, and. Um, it basically makes you like face yourself head on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with shrooms. It's like, this is you. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> he said, no, <laughs> no. I've been running from this all my life. <laughs> like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> but, um, but then you're like, kind of like, well, I mean, some people have really bad trips. And I feel like the people that have bad trips is because they're sitting there fighting it. But when you let go and you like accept it and you're just like, all right, fuck it. Like, show me what you need to show me. It, it changes your life. Like, I feel like everyone should do it. There's actually studies um, that psychiatrists have conducted where they have been using small amounts of shrooms. Yeah, microdosing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. People, they would use microdosing to help, like, with depression and stuff yeah. like that. And even, like, back in the day when LSD, I forgot what year it was. Like, it had to be, like, the 60s. Yeah. 60s 70s whatever time it was but i i seen that there was like a lot of scientists microdosing while they would conduct mm -hmm. experiments to get fresh perspectives on yeah. whatever the experiment was and it would help a lot mm -hmm. but then after that everything got banned and they got they all arrested well and shit. i mean think about it back in the day they tried to ban liquor and look at what happened yeah, that wasn't like, gonna work come on shut up government but, stop but what were you saying about but what you were saying about sacred geometry and mm -hmm. seeing shapes and stuff, it's crazy because I feel like our brain is hardwired to, to see some of those things, mm -hmm. but we just don't necessarily know how to access it all the time. Cause yep. Do you meditate at all? Yes. Okay, because, I, I mean, recently I haven't been meditating a lot, but I used to a lot like last year, the year before that, I used to meditate a lot. Sometimes when you meditate, you get into a, a deep meditation, mm -hmm. you could see shapes. Oh, yeah. You could see a lot of shapes and yeah. formations. Mm -hmm. And I feel like something in our brain is just naturally, there's something there that it tries to show us, but mm -hmm. I feel like as humans, as a whole, we just don't have a grasp on mm -hmm. it yet. It's like you get scared. It's like um, I remember um, before I knew about the concept of lucid dreaming. Like yeah. I used to lucid dream a lot, but I didn't realize it. And then when I started realizing that it was lucid dreaming, I noticed that every time I would enter that phase of my dream where I would, you know, start to, I would freak out. Yeah. Because I'd be like, what the fuck is going to happen? Like, I don't know. So it's like, I feel like fear has a lot to do with it. Because it's like, think about it. We live in a society where it's just like fear is in everything. Every yeah. television program, every advertisement, it's just fear, fear, fear. They feed on fear. To, like, keep us this way. Yeah, it's easier to control people when they're scared, of course. Of course. That's why, uh, fucking Trump, everybody's, 
it's crazy because everybody's scared that yeah. Trump is going to become president, but that's what's drawn so much fucking attention to yeah. him. But that, I don't know if that necessarily means he's going to get the votes because uh, people people are really against him, at least on social media. Yeah. Everybody hates Trump online. But when yeah. you see on TV, you see these rallies, you're like, how the fuck? Yeah. Who are these people that are yeah, with them? Like, where do you come from? Why are you alive? You got to give Trump life? some fucking shrooms. <laughs> have him chill out. Yeah, right. Like, take a seat, bro. Take but a seat. I, don't, I don't even know who to fucking vote for. Listen, it's, it's hard. It's weird because it's like at first, like, I wanted to be like, yo, Hillary, word. But she like, yo, she keeps changing. She's yeah. like a freaking chameleon. She's like one day she's like, yeah, I'm for this. The next day, actually, I'm not. And it's like, wait, what do you what, what do you mean? And like, I just feel like if she wins, it's just going to be on some like war shit, you know, not even because she's a woman. It's just like her ideals. And yeah. Like, you know what she stands for and whatnot. I'm just, well, I don't agree with the shit is with uh, these presidents, these candidates, the way that presidency always goes when it's election time, there's big corporations mm-hmm. that fund the campaigns. Yeah. For the the candidates and the candidates are just gonna speak on whatever interests that those big corporations have. As soon as they get elected, they're they're not necessarily like fully controlled by those corporations, but mm-hmm. they're heavily influenced on That's whoever true. gave them money. That That's true. usually how it goes. But Bernie Sanders, he's like one of the few people. It's like I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yo, Bernie, you're promising all this stuff, but. Yeah, it seems like you're just telling us yes. That's one of those things where at one point I didn't like to I used to think like, yo, fuck voting because it's not important. But, you know, we definitely should. But um, but it's still like even if they want to pass certain laws, it's not even up to them because it's still like it needs to pass through like the House. Yeah. And like if the Senate doesn't approve and like they don't get the approval of Congress, it's like, okay. Like, look at Obama. Obama tried to pass mad shit to help people, and, like, they were like, nah, nigga. Like, nah, not know? at all. But it's crazy. Obama, everybody bashes Obama and shit like that. No. The shit is great right now. Exactly. And not only that, they also have to look at what he had to deal with. Like, all the backlash from the last idiot. Like, <laughs> Yeah, your man Bush. <laughs> this nigga, I hate him so much. So it's like, he was like, he, he shitted on everything, and he was like, okay, bye, guys. Like, he, he's that dude that, like, you know when, like, you have that one person that comes over to your house and clogs your toilet yeah. with fucking nasty shit. Which is mad and shit. Leaves. It's like, yo, my nigga, there was a plunger right there. You could have done something <laughs> about the shit, but you're going like, to let me deal with it, right? Really, bro? So then Obama had to come in and deal with that shit. That's all it was. But, like, he fixed a lot of shit. Yeah, he really you know? did. Not to mention Obama's just cool as fuck. Okay. That's that's what yes. makes it so hard. <laughs> All these new candidates, they're yeah. just not as cool as Obama. And it's just like, oh man. Yeah. Who where do we go after yeah. Obama? It's just especially this like last year, it's like no fucks giving. Yeah. Like it's like every time they show like an interview or something where he's just saying whatever the fuck he wants to say, he's just yeah. like so what? Like that's it. I can't run for president again. Hey, yeah, I now he's twice, letting go. So you know. now he's really letting off he's dope as shit he really is but fucking we're talking about uh shrooms and psychedelic trips and shit like that i really want to go to a float tank i think i'm gonna do it uh either next week uh, sometime this month i really have to go to a float tank i need to see what all the hubbub's about yeah because i've been saying i'm gonna go for 
God knows how long, but mm-hmm. I just never got around to you it. You should like smoke a fat ass blunt. Hell yeah. And then sit in that. That's you're going to hallucinate. Like, I'll do some edibles. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You'll go crazy. You'll probably be like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is nah, life? <laughs> I feel like I control myself. I never yeah. really bug out too much on, on stuff. No. No, yeah, I definitely want to do that. I want to try that out. See what I see. Yeah, it's it's not even that expensive. They got some down in the city. I got it. There's a few different ones. Yeah. I just don't know which one is good yet. There's I like check one out. for like less than I think it's like less than a hundred dollars for yeah. like an hour. Yeah, like that. Like that's good. That's mad long. Yeah, exactly. Or an like hour thirty by minutes yourself? or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen minutes by yourself, you're fucking freaking out. Yeah, in complete darkness. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to face myself head on. And be yeah. like my nigga. You you know, what, are you, what are you trying to do to me right now? You, I feel like I wouldn't be able to intimidate myself and be like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> you probably start laughing with yeah. yourself. You'd be like, I can't. I'm being tickled. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Shit. But fucking, uh, yo, recently, I know you probably don't care about this shit whatsoever, but I've been so obsessed with the fucking UFC, bro. Oh, God. They've been so obsessed with all these fights going I on. I can't lie, though. I played UFC, um, the game. On, yeah. What was it? I forgot what console. What console is it? I don't know. It's Who on knows? everything. But that shit was dope. I was like, okay, this is actually, I could fuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you fight as? I have no idea. I don't know any of oh, the fucking damn. players. Like, it was some probably was some white dude or Brazilian. Oh, dude. you didn't Who play knows? with any of the girls? Oh, no, 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 no. I, like, I played, it was, like... When was it? It wasn't even recent. It was like maybe like a year or two ago. Oh, this is the first UFC. Yeah. Uh, the UFC has changed so fucking much since yeah. then. Wait, so what happened? I heard about that fight with that girl. Who's that girl that's like the most paid? The one that just lost for the first time. Oh, Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Yeah, not, that was a while ago, though. If you keep up with sports, that was a while ago. She's she's uh She was fucked up. She was on a medical oh. leave. But now she... Put up an Instagram video. She could buy the <laughs> Apple now. Now she's hyped. She's God gonna damn. get back training. But she fucking the girl who beat her, Holly Holm, yeah. she just had a fight and she lost. Damn. She got fucking choked. I it was it was that. beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful jujitsu. <laughs> oh yeah, no jujitsu is uh, awesome. Damn, you know you're not up on the politics, fucking Connor. Um, what happened? She needs her charger, uh, bro. What's up, like? <laughs> trying to rob me? Like, hey, you trying to, like, uh, shorty trying to. Don't be robbing niggas out here. That's actually yours. Niggas out shit. here robbing iPod chargers. It's not an iPod. It's an iPhone. iPhone, my bad. First right? two. I'm so lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an old lady, right? Nah, go ahead. Just go ahead. Come on, we're casting right now. You're interrupting, bro. <laughs> this is live. It's all good, mama. <laughs> but now the the fucking UFC the is crazy There's right now. Politics to everything. What's the drama? What's the four one? Yo, I love it because it's drama <laughs> for niggas. But at the end of all the drama is hands. It's yeah. like, okay, everybody's talking all this shit. Now was the fight. Yeah, now we're gonna see what's going on. And then niggas the, be eating their shit. The current politics is all based around Conor McGregor. It's an Irish dude. Okay. Yeah, but he's been fucking everybody up, but he just lost. Oh. But he he had, he had won the belt, then he moved up two weight classes. He's like, I don't give a fuck who wants to fight. I'll fight anybody, anytime, anywhere, 
and he let's fought go. he fought a dude uh above his weight class two weights up he went from 145 to 170 to fight this dude uh and he he got choked Damn. out but he was fucking the dude up the first the first round but the dude he was fighting Nate Diaz yeah. he's a fucking like marathon runner and triathlons okay, yeah so he does all that he doesn't I give love a fuck. that like I just love when they talk shit and then it's like then they get fucked up no nah, it's amazing because <laughs> Connor is so big because he talks so crazy yeah. he talks the most shit matter of fact yeah I gotta pull something up for you because he's doing? he's a crazy Irish man like he's it. he's straight from Dublin. See, my thing is because I like talking so much shit. Anyone that talks shit, I love automatically. Yeah, they have my heart. You can't <laughs> you can't not love Connor. That's him with the beard. Yeah. Oh, I love him already. He's a crazy Irish man. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's pull up this interview with him and Nate. But Nate, usually, uh, come on. Why does it sound like that? Yo, what's what's good with my sound? Yo, see now I can't play this because it's being choppy. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my shit. Damn, but he looked like he talking shit. Yeah, he talks. <laughs> man, look at his face already. <laughs> but this is the dude, uh, Nate Diaz. He got a brother, Nick Diaz. They both be fucking niggas up. Damn. Yeah, it's In crazy. In another life, I would have been a fighter, a UFC fighter. I mean, I, I don't think you want to be a UFC fighter, though. Maybe. Because they live why. life on the edge. They get concussions true. and shit like that. Okay, maybe not. Yeah. By the time they're Maybe old, not. they're going to be a little brain dead. Look at Muhammad Ali. That's true. He got punched in the head way too many times. Now he's like this. <laughs> that's fucked up. I don't mean that. <laughs> to talk about and that's Muhammad life. like that. <laughs> oh, but man. Fighting is it's kind of like art. Yeah. For sure. Well, it depends on the fighter, of course. Some fighters are just like brawlers. Sloppy. Yeah. Brawlers, there's no art to it. It's just, I'm going to go in there and try to roughhouse you. But others, there's flow, movement. Mm-hmm. Especially with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, just because, like, I have so many friends that actually yeah. study it. Yeah. So this those man moments, right here. oh, my God, yes. That's that's how you beat Connor, yes. a rare naked choke. The jiu-jitsu was too fucking yes. crazy. We actually did a, a live podcast for the fight. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was dumb hype during that shit. I couldn't I would, believe I would have been jiu-jitsu. screaming the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah. I'll show you later the, <laughs> our reaction to the jujitsu. Yes. But aside from the UFC, I, shit, I've been into podcasting recently. Podcast is so fucking dope. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah man. It's, I love it. It's like the future is because you know what the shit is about entertainment or not even entertainment, just, uh, well, yeah, entertainment, art, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see the products, you see what people put out, but you don't necessarily get to know the person. That's true. In a podcast, hearing somebody speak for an hour, three hours, you get to understand mm-hmm. what kind of person they are. You get to warm up to them, especially dudes like, because uh, the shit that got me into podcasting was Joe Rogan, 100%. Because so I used to listen to him talk about DMT trips and shit like oh that all God, the time. Yes, always. He's and like, then <laughs> after that, I found out about his podcast. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been fucking hooked. Yeah, he's so good. He really is. I definitely. It's funny because um, 
I have a friend that uh, was telling me I should start a podcast. Yeah, you where fucking I should interview my uh, clients as I'm tattooing them because I just have oh, that's a fucking sick the, idea. Yeah, they like well, cause like for some reason people trust me instantly so they'll start telling me crazy shit yeah or you know i always want to know the gossip and i'm like i'm like because i want to ask all the questions that people are afraid to ask i'm like so why'd you leave that nigga yeah <laughs> you know like now. like i need to know um but I think I might. You might. You might. I might need your help with that. No, nah, for sure. Just because I have some crazy stories of clients where I'm just like, "What the fuck is yeah, wrong with you?" It's not even that hard <laughs> to start a podcast. Honestly, all you need is some mics and an interface. Burn. You record that shit and throw it up. And on iTunes, to put the shit up is free on iTunes. Nice. And it's crazy because uh, this podcast. I just started podcasting. This is the fifth episode, but. Putting this shit on iTunes, I've been getting a lot of subscribers. I was pulling up, I'm pulling up the analytics right now. This shit is, what the fuck is not moving? <laughs> but you're like, don't fuck with me right now. It's crazy. I wouldn't. I don't. Like, I have wow. no idea. Yeah, like it's really getting like, up. I have no idea yeah. how this is happening. The other oh, day people I find looked, me interesting. The other day Ugh. I looked on the shit because <laughs> it's not like I had uh, a huge following yeah. already. But well, I mean, you're you're an interesting person. I mean, I I don't think so. I think well, I'm real because regular. You know what it is too. It's that you and this is something that I've always enjoyed from the moment I met you is that you're just a great conversationalist. Like you always know what to talk about. Like, say, you're making me blush, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, like you can steer a conversation and it's never dull. And yeah. that makes for a great host, especially when you're doing like a show like this, you know. Well, I mean, I guess, but it's just how the fuck where do people find me? Yo, you so fuck it. Don't See, question you, you it. Have a bit, it. You have a following. You need to start a podcast. If <laughs> podcasting is like this, you need to start that bitch up. Be like, I'll yo, be I'm like, a tattoo yo. niggas and we're going to talk. We're going to talk about this bullshit. We're going to be some lay boys. Lay boys. Have some titties shaking in the background. I really <laughs> How you got want titties, titties out in the back I while really you podcasting? Do that. <laughs> That's wild. Yo, wild I kinda, guy. Can we do another episode where I come back and... Um, we have someone twerking. Actually, like for my birthday, I would like to do. I would like to be re-interviewed or something yeah. or whatever. No, this podcast you're gonna come back as many times as you want. This and is not like a one-off thing. But we need to have like someone twerking, shaking like, ass in the like back, right there, like just chilling. <laughs> the whole imagine, time. imagine we give them Velcro. We put Velcro strips on a wall so they could just stick on the wall like yeah, Spider Man and, and shake ass. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be too wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh that's performance life. art yep there you go like, we got live performance we, we already art got right a now. show i think it'll be great people will love it nowadays people i feel like people they just it's not that they they like anything people just need constant entertainment even i feel yeah. like that sometimes sometimes i'll be on my phone i'll be on the internet mm -hmm. i'm like yo there's nothing to fucking do i need to yeah. watch something i need to consume yeah. some kind of entertainment and it's so crazy because before phones and the internet was so big, you'd be so content just chilling. Yes. Now it's just like, yo, I need stimulation. I need yes. something. Or especially when people, my shit is, I hate when 
people hit you up and you don't respond right away and they get upset. Yeah. Like I've had niggas be like, hi, two seconds later. Hello. Five minutes later, question mark, question mark, question mark. Five minutes later, are you ignoring me? That's just bad texting etiquette. That's just horrible. Like, can you see me? Like, do you even know what I'm doing? Can you not? Oh, my God. Can you don't, please? Can you you chill? Bolfa, please? No, but some people, they just, I feel like we're still getting accustomed to the the Mm -hmm. digital age. Oh, yeah. Everybody's still not accustomed to it. How old is all this shit, like? It's very 20 years. You know what's sad though? It's like I just feel like it's it's just taking such a toll on human interaction. Like people just don't know how to have conversations in person. It's the most disgusting thing in the world. Or like I've had issues with people where like I'm just trying to talk to them about how I feel or whatever. Or like I'm trying like I have a problem and I want to address you in person. Yeah. People can't do that. Like they're like, oh, let me send you like a five-page essay through text because yeah, I'm too afraid too to much. look at you. That's too much what? to read. Yeah. So. And there's something about, even when you get a text and there's it's like 20 paragraphs of words, it just throws, it's just so off I don't want to look at it. I it stop reading. It doesn't matter what the content it is. Care. It's I just like reading. the fact that you took so many so much time to text, to <laughs> oh type, yeah. is just like, oh, no, nah, I'm not oh dealing yeah. with this I right now. I stopped reading. After the second line, I'm like, I'm done. But you know what's crazy about texting and stuff like that is weird because you know how you talk to somebody in person no. you could kind of feel through like body language and yes. the expressions and stuff you could feel mm-hmm. how they feel what whatever they're saying you could feel the emotion behind it yeah sometimes in text you could feel that too that's if so somebody true. texts you you could feel if they're upset if they're yeah. happy you'd be like yo what's wrong with you and it, it could be a regular text and it's so weird how we can connect Yo, like when that. When you add a period at the, I don't care what you write. If you write high period, yeah, period. motherfucker, like, why bro. you mad though? Like, <laughs> what I do? <laughs> it's crazy you start how this shit works. And shit, like, but what did I do though? Start re- reevaluating. Yo, everything. did you see all this virtual reality shit? What virtual reality? Oh stuff? shit! What shit! Is shit! Shit! To shit! Our world? It was some new shit. It's like a virtual reality, but it's like painting. What? Yeah, you could paint in 3D. I've seen like, see, I've seen like the sculpting thing, like that pen where you draw in 3D. Yeah, this is this is but completely this is, different. This is painting. What, what is like? What the fuck? I forgot what. See, is this shit? stuff like that, I always feel like, I don't know. It makes me uneasy um, because of the fact that I feel like it also starts to take away from the history um of like certain techniques when it comes to art yeah because um the other day i saw a, a video of this technology that they're working on where it's this machine that can tattoo you what the fuck yeah and it's like you just put in the image that you want tattooed and the machine will tattoo you and i'm like what is life like that yeah, takes that's away a crazy from the whole Tilt experience I think this is it. Turn this fucking sound off. Because it's choppy. Uh, I think this is it. All around you. Okay, that's... See, I kind of like that because imagine some, like, crazy, like, live installation, like, live show where someone's doing... See, like, with the concept that you were speaking about earlier, like, that would be dope if that was part of it. That I can fucks with. I think that's really cool. Yeah, you could paint 
in 3D space, you could uh modify like the your brush strokes, the color. You could like add Ooh. light to it and shit like so that. It's like kind of like a 3D uh illustrator. Yeah, that's dope. Pretty much. Okay. But uh, I'm trying to find a good video so you can see how it works. Because these motherfuckers are not giving me nothing. It's called Tilt Brush. I'm going to pull up the video. I bet that uh, shit is like $5,000. Yeah, it's probably mad expensive. But they always do. Oh that's, oh, that's dope. Okay, I see. And then you have to wear like glasses and shit. Yeah, but these niggas are giving me a terrible example right now. I just hate their cargo shorts and sandals. They're probably in California somewhere. See, what I want to know, though, it's like after they paint it, can someone like put on the glasses and see it there or? I think you can upload it so people can actually see you doing the brush strokes and everything. Yeah. Or even after it records, it'll automatically record what you did. Okay. Here we go. There's this bitch. She's drawing. (laughs) This bitch. Let me pull it up on this shit. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch, how you doing? <laughs> I love the word bitch. It's funny because I have so many feminist friends that hate when I use that word. And I'm just like, so? Yeah, it's, it's like saying nigga. It's, it's a word. Same shit. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but you can see it's, it's straight like 3D frames. And you see she said it, so it's like it's symmetry. Yeah, that's dope. You paint one side and it'll come out the exact same way on the other side. That's fucking dope. Yeah, she's killing it. You pick your colors and all that shit. I don't know what the fuck she's drawing, though. Let's fast forward. A giant vagina. For JJ. <laughs> Live with JJ drawing. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is this a squid with a mustache? Oh, she's drawing some kind of angel creature. Okay. Yeah, I know for the fucking listeners on iTunes, you're not going to be able to see this shit, but there's a live painting. If you want to look at it, just look up Tilt Brush on YouTube. It's basically virtual reality where you can draw in a 3D space. Yeah, that's dope. Freely. Doopy doop. Some Grim Reaper type of shit. Yeah, right. she's being mad morbid. She's probably gothic. <laughs> she's being mad morbid. Emo. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dang. There we go. You remember the days of FLC, though? Hell yeah. Yo, my man. It was so, so, I can't say innocent, but it was such a different time. Oh, hell yeah. Now it's like, when I look at kids that are, like, technically in the scene now, I'm like, you pussy. Yeah, nah, it's (laughs) the whole concept of uh, seeing this is different now. Yeah. Because I feel like before, it was actually for the music, everybody... Your your core base was the music. Mm-hmm. Now it's just everybody just wants to be cool. Yeah. Just like in everything else. Yeah. Everything is watered down because of it's, coolness. It's also more about how they dress and shit. I'm like, who gives a shit yeah. about that, you fucking idiots? It's crazy. Stupid motherfuckers. There was this article actually on fucking uh, Facebook. It was like, what happened to all the gods? And they had like pictures of like St. Mark's and shit like that. Yeah. And it's It's true. Even though scene shit is different from God shit, because gods go really deep into mm-hmm. all these houses. Oh, <laughs> you change your name. Yo, that's so and true. And all that crazy shit. <laughs> but it's like yeah. all those subcultures, they're dead. Yeah. Everything is completely like integrated yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy how uh, even at the clothes. Would you have, have ever had thought that uh, hip hop would adopt like a gothic culture? 
it's so crazy how they yeah. adopted what's going what was going on they all want to wear dark clothes i say they like i'm not in the hip-hop culture i'm hip-hop like, nigga. It's like <laughs> those people yeah but it, it's so <laughs> crazy how everything got integrated yeah and now it's it's not being exploited yeah. because you know they still don't do it properly you of got not. you got artists like uh young thug of course mm-hmm. travis scott and stuff everybody getting trying to make dark music you can make the dark music it sounds dope i love dark music mm-hmm. of course but it just it still doesn't have that rock yeah. that that metal essence yeah when little wayne tried i was like please take a seat yeah Don't. little wayne was different he was a little older he's yeah you need the young guys to do Let's that just stop it but they the aesthetic sonically I s- they just don't understand what it is yeah it's true i agree i, I want to help some of these artists out though i was can just like, telling emmy earlier can i do this for you real quick yeah i was telling emmy earlier i want to be uh, a hype man for waka flaka or soldier boy soldier man Yo. and just do fucking hardcore vocals behind them. yes <laughs> yes and make those sounds yeah that you always fucking hear i admire that i love that that's my favorite part we're just like ah i'm like yeah yeah, yeah it's <laughs> Because it's like, it, it's pure passion. Yeah. You, it's hard to explain to people who haven't been to like hardcore shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I always try to explain to it is a uh, a real feeling in your stomach, like yeah. something about like hardcore music, the notes, the way that the melody the melodies are played, the breakdowns, the chord progressions and stuff. It invokes like a dark energy, and then you have like the screaming behind it. You'll mm-hmm. be at a show. And you'll hear something that's like super heavy and it will deadass make you, you'll get mad. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm so fucking livid yeah. right now. I need to hit something. Yeah. And it's so crazy like, how. I'm going to go in the pit right now. Yeah. This kind of music can invoke that feeling. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have like other music that'll make you feel happy. There's yeah. like Drake shit that'll make you miss, miss your ex and shit like that. So crazy how music <laughs> can really Drake. influence your mood. Yeah. And then you got yay, of course. That just makes you feel like, oh my god, you don't even know what to feel. It's just Listen, like this shit is so good. When I um that song um, there's that song the the song that he has that's like I am God or whatever. Is oh yeah, that the I am God. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember the first time I heard that song. I was walking down the street, and like I didn't even like it was the first time listening to that album, and I was like, as soon as that song came out, I was like. Like my back got shit. Oh, oh, yes. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm the shit. Yes. Bow down, bitches. <laughs> on Yeezy, uh, uh Yeezy on Yeezus. So my shit was um what's the name of that song with Kid Cuddy? Oh, I know what you're um, talking about. Fuck. I know the name of it because I it used up. to play that shit at all times. Just look it up. I love it though. Yo, it's is Cuddy not the the lord of doing hooks? Yeah. Yo, Cuddy, his hooks are like so genius. Um, I'm a hook Guilt brother. trip. There yeah. you go. There you go. But Cuddy, my only quarrel with Cuddy, he'll be great on hooks, but he'll drop his own project. And it's like, yo, this is kind of trash, bro. Like, what are you doing? He always has like, I feel like he always has like one or two songs that are amazing but it's just his work is never consistent yeah it's never it's consistent just, and he tries so hard to be experimental and it's like could be all the drugs too many drugs true yeah because he's probably high as shit off the time and like yeah. doing all this other shit and like being like oh this would probably <laughs> so good he made amanda no. Bynes crazy because <laughs> she went crazy <laughs> while she was dating him 
true. That's when she started looking like a fucking crackhead. Yeah, they started doing too many drugs together. See that, and that's crazy that relationships can do that to you. Like, no, nah, they really can. Like, what are you doing? Most of our lives as humans are super influenced by our relationships. Okay, can I just say that? Okay, they can't see this, but this is the best thing I just read. How this guy just posted, if you're wearing this dress, then there's a 100% chance I want to slurp your pussy <laughs> all the way up. Okay. And it's yeah. just like a maxi, like, thotty dress. Yeah. I love it. Dudes on the internet be going imagine? so far. Let me let me slurp that Let me pussy. slurp that up, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because on the internet, you see guys say crazy shit like this. Thirsty. But in real life, they wouldn't say shit like of that. It's not. too wild. Of course It's too wild. I've seen like some straight up like yo ma, but like, let me lick that clit though. Like oldie vulgar, where I'm just like, yeah. bro, come on, like, nah, bro. He's got no chill. chill on the net. Chill. But I guess that's what the internet was made for, right? Of course, people, you know, people are just they go balls. You know what's crazy about the internet too? Is this is just some loony theory that I have? Okay, go about for it. the internet and what it's <laughs> I gonna love become. Your theories. <laughs> I yes. feel like it's become it's gonna become some kind of form of mind reading. It kind of is already. Mm. It's like telepathy, because Yo. you're talking to somebody, but you're not saying you're not opening your mouth and talking. It's just my thoughts going down. Somebody's gonna read my thoughts and understand what I'm saying. It's the craziest thing. Soon, like how I was saying, you could understand somebody's feelings through text. Yeah, I feel like soon you're not even gonna have to even text words. You're gonna be able to have a device. You just and like uh, just kind of send. Yeah, touch the person you want to talk to and yeah. be like, "Yo, just just read my brain, bro. Like, this is what's this. on my mind." Look at this. That's what I feel like. All the the racism, the all the racial problems that are going on in America right now. I feel like all of that is being reignited because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like let's say in the '90s or early 2000s, the internet is not like what it, what it is right now as far as social media. Yeah, but. Back then, we felt like there was some kind of progression from racism. Like, oh, no, this shit is working out. We're actually getting some traction. But the internet just revealed that there's a million races still out there. Yeah. And they're going to say whatever the fuck they want because they're on the internet. You get to see people's true colors. Yeah. And I guess uh, that's good for exposing how people really feel. But it's just reigniting all of this, this these racial issues. Yeah. I feel like it's all because of the internet. Oh, of course. Because it's like people, especially because people can put up anything they want. Like, they can make a website based on, like, yeah, I hate black people. Like, what? Yeah. You know, like, because <laughs> they have that. I hate black people.com. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 so, um, oh, look at Fetty Wap. Um, so. <laughs> from the band, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, because they can do shit like that, it's like, of course. Like, and it's just going to make people angry and it's going to keep going. I don't know. I just feel like there's like a good portion of people that if they died off, it would be better off. We would be fine. And it makes make a lot of sense. Progress. Because think about it. It's like a lot of obviously I'm not encouraging to kill these people. Yeah, we can't kill them. <laughs> they got to die of natural causes. <laughs> but um, notice how it's like it's the older generation. Yeah, because I'm not even going to lie. There's like. Um, a lot of discrimination in my family as well. Like, it's like, especially with Dominicans, a lot of Dominicans are like part Haitian, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and that's like in my heritage. But like, when I grew up, my grandmother would always say, like, 
tiene que mejorar la raza, which means like you have to better the race. Yeah. You know, and she That's what la raza means? Yeah. Race? Yeah. Yo, I used to hear, um, what was son's name? Um, Reza Ramon in WWF, Machismo. He always said la raza. And I'm like, yo, it sounds so hard, but I have no idea what the yeah. fuck he's talking you about. You imagine just start saying la raza. <laughs> yeah. La raza. People be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what race, bro? But I didn't um, mean to cut you off. Not yet, but she'll always say that. And she'll, like, and it was kind of sad. Like, every time I dated a black dude and bring them home, they would kind of get upset. Like, yeah. they'll just be like, no, you need to date a white dude. Yeah. Right? No. That's, but, well... You gotta back then our parent, not our parents, but the older generations, yeah. they're a little ignorant. Oh, of course, because they didn't have what we have right now. We have, like I said, the internet might be fueling all this this new racism, but at the same time, we still got a lot of information. We could see around the world how different people and cultures interact with each other. Oh, yeah. We got a better sense of human, what it is to be a human being. Back then, it's like it was the wild west when it came to knowledge. Because in yeah. the '80s, it's like if you needed to know something and you ask somebody sitting next to you and they, they could tell you whatever the fuck they want. They could lie to you and you'd be like, oh shit, that's what it is. Okay. It's that like, works. You can ask somebody, uh, where do we get our clean water from? Oh no, we get our clean water from Mexico. We uh, have this irrigation system that comes and streamlines it from Mexico. And be like, oh shit. And okay. then you get told that. And then now you wholeheartedly think, okay, our water comes from Mexico. And now a little kid asks you, oh, where does this water come from? How do we always have water? Oh, no, son, it comes from Mexico. Now that yeah. little kid thinks, thinks it comes yeah. from Mexico. Just like if we have these ideas about other races, we're mm -hmm. like, oh, no, uh, we can't mess with those people because X, Y, Z. You yeah. tell a little kid that they grow up, that's going to be instilled in their brain. They're going to tell their kids that. But what broke the cycle was the Internet because our parents would tell us stuff. I know. Even me personally, growing up, I'd, my parents, I'd learn from my parents. I learned a lot from my parents, of course. Or even other adults, they would tell me stuff, and I'd be like, mm, I don't know if that's right. Because yeah, I right? was on the internet, and I seen all this <laughs> stuff that lead me to believe that Actually, you're absolutely wrong. Mm, but yeah. you got to love the, the age of information. We have oh, all yeah. the shit at our fingertips at all times. Definitely. That's like the same thing with violence, like... Think about it. The reason why we have so much more violence now is because they're reporting these things. Like yeah. the whole slashing thing, you know, like. Yeah, that was, was weird. What the was, fuck that was that was about? One incident, right? Like one isolated incident. And all of a sudden, all of these other slashing starts happening. Yeah. So it's like I feel like it's one of those things where when people see these things, it, it like becomes a trend, you know? Yeah. And it encourages people to go out there well, and do true. these things. Could be. Yeah, so. Definitely monkey see, monkey do. Oh, of course. We always been like that, though. Shit crazy. But I feel like socially, in New York at least, the internet has helped with like uh, gangs and stuff like that because yeah. in the 90s and all that, I feel like people would join gangs and do dumb shit just because they didn't know any better. Yeah. Now you have the internet, you kind of be like, okay, this is this is a little <laughs> dumb. I'm not going to go stab this guy to be a part of this group so we can uh, put ourselves in danger at all times. Because yeah. gang violence, we still have gang violence and shit, but it's not, as, it's not super heavy in New York. Exactly. Maybe in Chicago, that shit is still heavy. Oh, yeah. It's just dying every day, but that's a whole different situation. Mm -hmm. But we, we're just hitting the hour mark. We got to wrap it up. 
so the shit can fit on the website. It's been the Luna Coven podcast with Jalissa Rodriguez. You could tell them uh, any upcoming events you got where they could Um, find you. Word. So you could find me at um, Instagram, Art by Jar. Jar, that's J-A-R. And uh, Facebook as well. Uh, Just look me up under Jalissa Rodriguez. And my website too, artbyjar.com. And there you have it, bitches. It's been a Lunar Coven podcast. We out of this bitch. Peace, peace, peace.